Welcome to the Eat Fans Quickie Podcast, a 15-minute segment where we chat with various content creators of adult entertainment on what drives them, tips for growth, and so much more. Eat the simple, straight to the point, and contains easy-to-execute tips. This show is brought to you by EatFans.com. Monetize your influence. All right. So first question, who are you and what's your niche? Yeah. Hey there. Um, I'm Ginger Roy and I do um, marketing and public relations for Blush Erotica. And Blush Erotica is, it's a new concept um, of of hardcore um, porn that's been launched into the industry. And it has um, cinematic video with voiceover and erotic story. So it really brings together like all the different senses, right? Cause like you're watching a hardcore video. Um, you've got this really sensual voiceover telling you this like smutty, really lovely erotic story on top of it. And it's just, it's like a different vibe than what you get most other places right now. And it's just like, it's really unique. Um, AVN called us a new concept. We like to call ourselves a new concept. And um, yeah, we're really body inclusive and we have all kinds of different performers and and it's been a really, a really cool journey so far. Oh, okay. How did you uh, gain followers for your account when you first started? Yeah. So, you know, we're 25 video releases in, so I would say we're still in our early phases for sure, but we um, post really consistently on Twitter. We're still trying to crack the the nut that is Reddit. It's a difficult platform, but um, when you when you hit on it, it, it actually gives you a lot of traffic. So I would definitely recommend to anyone who's starting out to like, you know, check out Reddit for different resources on on how to how to engage in that one for NSFW content. It's it's really challenging but worth it. Um, and then just Posting consistently everywhere you can. Uh, we also launched a YouTube channel that gives some um, safer work kind of content. And that's been a really good feeder to our website, blusherotica.com also. Uh, do you have any tips for creators starting out? I know you kind of just answered that, but just kind of... Yeah, tips? definitely. So tips for people starting out, I would say is, you know, definitely get on social platforms um, and... Also, just get on all the different distributor sites that you can, like Pornhub, Minivids, Clips for Sale, um, AnyFans, like all or OnlyFans, sorry. Any of those are really going to be beneficial to building your recognition and getting you on a lot of channels. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it's a full time job just to manage those channels, but really, like, it's the name of the game right now. Like, especially when you're starting out, you've got to be everywhere until you can find out what your, um, what's your demographics and who's looking for you. Um, I, I had this little phrase that we, we joke around in the blush office and I always say, you got to follow the hose because, you know, they're always going for the party and the money. And, you know, that's what you're trying to do in the beginning is trying to find your people and trying to find out who's going to pay you. Cause in the end, that's what we're all doing this for. Wow. I love that answer. How do you keep your content fresh while avoiding burnout? Yeah. So we definitely do a content calendar. It's really important. And people, you know, they think it's going to be this big complex thing that you have to do in like an Excel sheet or something, but really we just do ours on like a legal pad and it's really easy. Um, but you want to make sure that you're doing like scene diversification and we do four scenes, uh, one a week and we make sure we plan, um, the type of content that we're releasing. So if we have like a larger scene with like three, two or three different, um, 
actors and actresses, we make sure that we're dividing that with like the solo scenes and keeping it fresh. It's it's really tempting to drop all the content the day you get the files back from your editor because you're just so excited. Like you get amped and and I'm always having to be reminded by my team, like, um, we gotta hold this for three months until until it's time. And it really is a a lesson in self-control because you want to share this amazing stuff that you've made with the world. Um, so I definitely think like creating a, creating a plan and then making yourself stick to it. And if you can't like find a buddy who can hold you accountable, because when you get those, those final fresh cuts back, like you want to drop them, but don't it's worth it's worth holding them and, and sticking to your plan. All right. All right. Um, what change would you like to see in the online community space? So I, I, I was like really thinking about this question and I have two different answers because it's like two, pointed at two different online communities. So the first answer is I definitely want to see more diversity and inclusion um, on different types of sites, right? And I mean diversity and inclusion in all ways. Like there's so many different great talents out there and they're looking for, you know, they're looking for their break and they they deserve it. And for us at Blush, it's really important to be really body inclusive. We have like a range of different people all the time on our site and it's really great. Um, and it's really a beautiful thing. And so I'd love to see, you know, just, just more of that inclusion. Um, I know that different sites have different, you know, niche audiences, but we should do our best to like help people branch out and find new things that they like. Cause you know, it's the flavor of life. Right. And then the other answer on that is um, from an online community space, like just platforms, man, like they've got to be more consistent about being like sex worker friendly because it's really disheartening when you watch people and help people build, um, you know, their list of followers and they spend months and months like just getting to 20,000 followers or something and watching Twitter just take down their profiles and basically like they have to start over from square one, like it's that's like one place that the online forums and stuff need to help help out this industry or decide they're not going to and make a clear line in the sand so we can find inclusive platforms that we can stick with consistently to help grow. It's insane to run a business on, on hope like that. Like there's no way that that can continue and for people to be successful. One last question. How can individual performers be successful working with larger production houses? Yeah, I'm really glad you asked that question because it's something we've been running into a lot. So every blush scene has about five different people that work on it because we have the stars, we have the voiceover talent, we have the writers that write the erotic stories. And then obviously sometimes we bring in um, different folks from editing, editing perspective. And honestly, the hardest complaint I think that we have right now is just finding people who who will follow and agree to deadlines. You know, like if we assign people work or shoot schedules, it's like, we really, as like a a business, like we need people to show up and we just need people to participate because it's like, at the end of the day, this, this is a business. And when people flake, it costs the company a lot of money and, and especially production houses like us that are startups, you know, if we contract out a voiceover and we're paying a hundred bucks for it or whatever, and we don't get that back, like we don't get that back. And it's really incredible to see, um, kind of the folks who get that and don't. And my, I guess my biggest piece is to anyone listening who's trying to break up in the industry and they're like, how do I stand out to these big houses? Follow up, stay on top of it, be professional, show up, and you're going to do great. Wow. I can tell you put a lot of thought into the answer. That was a great answer. 
Thanks. I made some notes before we talked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How can the people find you and your content? Yeah. So we're at blusherotica.com. We're also on, on the Twitter uh, at blush underscore erotica. Um, and everything kind of leaks out from there, but we definitely have a presence on, you know, ex hamster, mini vids, clips for sale, Pornhub, all the big ones. Um, and then we do these really cool interviews, um, on YouTube. So youtube.com slash blush erotica, where it's just like the softer side interview performers or interviews with performers. So, you know, like some of our talent will tell us like how, um, like people can get their attention, you know, what it's like to date them, like give a little more of that softer side of the performer. And I think that's really important. The more you can connect audiences and, and with their performers, like the better off we all, we're all going to be like, this is a, a journey and people want to know who they're, who they're supporting and, and really they get into people. So we want to facilitate that. This has been another episode of the Eat Fans Quickie Podcast. Go out and create something cool. Then monetize it on eatfans.com, a space for creators. 